Glory to Jesus Christ, Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish presents Light of the East, a program revealing how the Eastern Catholic Churches have nourished the Roman Catholic Churches and today's world in profound ways through their history, traditions, mysteries, and spirituality. Hello, I am Father Thomas J. Loya, pastor of Annunciation of the Mother of God Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois, and this is the story of the Eastern Churches, an inspiring story of faith courage, intrigue, mystery, spirituality, dissension, and reconciliation. But most of all, this is an expression of a great experience of faith through our unique divine liturgy. Join with me now as we look toward the light of the East. Light of the East is also supported by Eastern Christian Publications, where you can find the prayers of the Catholic Byzantine Daily Office at ecpubs.com and by easternchristianmedia.com a broadband network for you to learn more about the Eastern Catholic Churches. That's easternchristianmedia.com Glory to Jesus Christ. Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya, your host. Now, I don't want you to fall asleep. Hopefully that sound you're hearing is very soothing. Yes, it's the sound of the ocean. In fact, it's the actual sound of the Pacific Ocean, the ocean on the west coast of the United States of America, the region that hosted one of the great flashes of brilliance of the Byzantine Catholic Church in America, and that was the Byzantine Youth Rally. Byzantine, spelled B-Y-Z-A-N-T-E-E-N. little play on the word, Byzantine, Byzantine Youth Rally. It was held in San Diego. We were hosted by the University of San Diego. A wonderful group of people there, wonderful hosts, and a beautiful, beautiful campus. Beautiful, beautiful venue for this incredible, incredible experience of all of our youth gathering together from across the country, together especially with their priests, their religious, and our bishops. Imagine what a profound, magnificent moment it was for me personally and for all those who participate. In the Metropolia of Pittsburgh, in other words, that's our church, the Ruthenian Byzantine Catholic Church in America. We call it the, also the Metropolia of Pittsburgh because that's our archiepiscopal eparchy. We hold every other year a Byzantine youth rally where we bring together all of the teenagers, or the youth of our churches, our far-flung churches. That's precisely why we bring them together because we are sparsely populated in most of the United States and there is a sense sometimes of being alone or being disconnected among Byzantine Catholics. And so what we do is every other year, we bring our youth together, our future, our present and our future, the teenagers of our churches, they come together in one great event called the Byzantine Youth Rally. And it moves around the country, originated at Mount St. Macrina in Uniontown, Pennsylvania, where our Sisters of St. Basil have their home. And then it has moved around the country. It's in a different eparchy each year. And this year, our host eparchy was our Western Region eparchy, which is the eparchy of Phoenix, Arizona, formerly called the eparchy of Van Nuys. The teenagers come together, together with their priests, their religious, our bishops, speakers, entertainers. They have dances. They have all kinds of great, great events at this Byzantine Youth Rally. It's one of those things that, you know how you say, I wish you could have been there. I wish you were there. Well, since you probably weren't there, I'm going to bring the sounds, the sense of that Byzantine Youth Rally to you as our listeners, because it is one of the gems 
that occurs in the Eastern Catholic churches in America. Certainly one of the gems, the one of the bright spots, the flashes of brilliance of my own church, the Byzantine Catholic Church in America, as I mentioned, the Ruthenian Metropolia of Pittsburgh. And we have four eparchies or dioceses across our country, and we bring the teenagers together in this venue. And it is just the most exhilarating moments for everyone involved, especially, especially for us clergy. It gives us incredible hope. And so, It is so valuable to us, and I think so significant an event in the Eastern Catholic world that I bring that event to you because I wish you too could have been there to experience what we experienced, to watch the Holy Spirit happen and and work in these young people and among everybody there. So listen to some of the sounds of the Byzantine Youth Rally 2012 in San Diego, California. First and foremost, we gather together the chaperones and all of the adults and security people to make sure that the venue is absolutely airtight and safe, that our young people are safe. They have a venue that they can function in and enjoy, yet no harm will come to them. They won't drift off and we'll make sure everything's above board. Everything's working fine in an exemplary way because this is, of course, a venue of faith. So we sometimes start off with the instructions to the adults and the chaperones. Male and female dorms. Okay. Make sure the kids are out and in, in morning prayer. Okay. Just to make a sweep and make sure that there's nobody. In, I'm going to be in the courtyard, so there won't not be anybody in the courtyard. Okay. But once everything is set, that everything is ordered in this venue for these young people, then the rally begins. And one of the features of the rally, you have many features of this Byzantine youth rally. One of those is the conferences. Where the young people are exposed to different speakers on different topics centered around the theme of the rally. And this, this year's theme was O Joyful Light. O Joyful Light is the name of an ancient prayer in the Byzantine church, which is a prayer of Vespers. It's one of the quintessential prayers of Vespers. And it speaks about the setting of the sun, which of course is symbolic of Jesus Christ. And that's what we chose that theme precisely because we were holding this venue on the West Coast, where, of course, the sun sets in the West and you've got the ocean there, as you just heard earlier. And so we chose that theme, O Joyful Light. And the speakers all take off on that theme in their respective talks. We had talks on human relationships. We had talks on evangelization and liturgy. And the young people all go to all of the talks. So every every young person there gets to hear each speaker. We kind of rotate them around in the venue. Okay, who's never heard of Theology of the Body? Whoa, fabulous, that's great. So Theology of the Body, if you're not familiar with it, is 133 Wednesday audiences the Pope John Paul II gave in Rome from September 1979. It's the all-important question, what do you seek? And isn't it usually when we hear conversations with Christ in the scripture that he's asked a question and then Christ responds with a question. Well, in this instance... At the Byzantine Youth Rally, we make as much room as possible for the Holy Spirit to act. And indeed, one of the great joys of being present at this youth rally among our young people, and one of the great joys, especially for us priests or myself, who act as chairman of the planning committee for this rally, is to actually watch the Holy Spirit work in these young people. It's one of the most inspiring things. You walk around and just see things happening. You hear things happening, such as a group of them just gathering spontaneously and standing outside in a courtyard, rehearsing for the services that they will be chanting. The young people lead the chanting in our liturgy, in our services, all the prayer services during the rally, and they got together and began to practice for these services. Oh, Savior, save us. 
then after rehearsing for the services, they actually lead and pray the services at the Byzantine Youth Rally. the sense of the Byzantine Youth Rally in San Diego, California. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Light of the East mission is Christianity's reunion. And to tell the story of the eastern lung of the Catholic Church, we need your support. In order to keep Light of the East on the air, you can make a donation now by going to ByzantineCatholic.com. That's ByzantineCatholic.com. Click on the radio button and then donate securely using any major credit card. With your help, we can keep Light of the East's illumination bright. Would you like to hear this Light of the East program again? Welcome to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loya. Or hear Father Loya's companion program, A Body of Truth. Just visit the radio page at byzantinecatholic.com. That's byzantinecatholic.com. Or hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. Hear it again. For the first time. Hello, I'm Father Thomas Loya, and I want to welcome you to Prairie Fest. That's Friday, August 10th through Sunday, August 12th, with more music and more variety than ever before at Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church in Homer Glen, Illinois. Friday night, August 10th at 7, rock out to the fabulous Neverly Brothers. That's why I go for that rock and roll music. On Saturday, August 11th at 2, swing with the Tilly Park Arts Alive Jazz Band. Take in the art fair and then rock with Emadar Rush. Rock and roll, Chicago. On Sunday morning, August 12th at 11.30, polka with Tony Blazonchek's new phase. At 3, the Harvest Moon Band. You'll also find $5,000 raffle, beanbag tournament, children's games, church, and prairie tours. Great food, prairie fest. Friday through Sunday, August 10th through the 12th. Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Church, 14610 Wilcook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. Details on the events link at byzantinecatholic.com. You're listening to Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. The Tabor Life Institute, which is dedicated to the formation and education in the theology of the body. To find out more about the Tabor Life Institute, you can go to taborlife.org. That's taborlife.org. Especially if you're interested in conferences and retreats, in particular for youth, young adults, and also for those of you who speak Spanish. That's taborlife.org.
Welcome back to Light of the East. I'm Father Thomas Loyal, your host, bringing you the sounds, the scents, because I wish you were there. That's right. I wish you were there as I was there. Many of us were there at the Byzantine Youth Rally, spelled B-Y-Z-A-N-T-E-E-N. A little play in the word, purposely, of course. The Byzantine Youth Rally, which brings together every other year in a different venue across the country, a very sparsely populated but far-flung Byzantine Catholic Church of the Ruthenian Metropolia of Pittsburgh. We bring the youth together because we found it to be a very strengthening thing, a very bonding thing, a very empowering thing. They support each other in the fact that they meet other Byzantine Catholics because in many parts of the world, in many parts of the United States, there are Byzantine Catholics who do not have a Byzantine Catholic parish to attend. They sometimes feel very alone. And some, in some areas of our country, there's only one Byzantine Catholic Church. So what we've done over the years as we brought our youth together to give them a sense of camaraderie, of unity, of fellowship, of being a church here in America. And it's an amazingly supportive, amazingly empowering event, especially nowadays with Facebook and email and so on. The young people can connect with each other. There's lasting relationships oftentimes. In fact, one day during the divine liturgy at my church of Annunciation, Homer Glen, Illinois, at the end of liturgy, a couple came up to me holding their newborn baby in their arms. They said, Father Loya, do you remember us? Here they were alumni of one of our first Byzantine youth rallies. They met each other, got married, and now have a family. So <laughs> it's one of the many things, that, of course, we hope would happen as be, be a fruit of it. But mostly the fruit of it is whatever the Holy Spirit can bring about during this venue. All we do is kind of set the stage and we let the Holy Spirit do the rest. Now, it's a very tightly organized, as I mentioned earlier, it's a very safe environment for the young people. And we have a great deal of supervision, a great deal of security, a great deal of vigilance by the adults there and the priests. But at the same time, we allow the Holy Spirit to act in these young people. So they pray, they have conferences, they have a keynote address, and of course, as only teenagers can do, they blow off a lot of that great youthful energy at the dance. to the dance, they had the Byzantines Have Talent show, which was a lot of fun for the young people. But some of the most significant moments there happen during what we call the silent walk preparation for confession. This is where the young people, to imagine this, imagine young people today, you know how vibrant they are and full of energy they are and how, much, how they're always trying to relate with each other and talk with each other. Imagine hundreds of teenagers together walking, doing a walk together in absolute silence. They stop along the way from time to time and they have somebody read a passage from the scripture that helps them to reflect. And all this is done in preparation for the sacrament of confession. And indeed, it's a very moving moment, this silence, truly opening our hearts, truly providing a venue for the Holy Spirit to act. And you know, silence today is kind of unusual for young people. They're so inundated with data. They have sensory overload in their lives with iPods and smartphones and email and Facebook, etc., etc. So whenever we make that room of silence for God, for the Spirit to act, it is actually very, very welcoming. It's actually very, very welcomed in the hearts of these young people. It can actually move them to tears because silence is an amazing thing. Silence allows you to hear yourself, your deep self. 
and to hear the voice of God. And that could be an awesome thing. It's one of the reasons why in our culture, we so often drown out that silence because we don't want to hear God. We don't want to hear ourselves. It can be very indicting sometimes. It's frightening to actually face truth, even love. It's frightening to face and to sense the actual presence of God within us. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, but at the same time, it's an awesome thing, a frightening thing. And so we drown out that silence with din of all kinds in our culture. So this silent walk is one of the high points of the Byzantine youth rally. And that takes us into confession. Now, what the way they did confession this time was very, very moving. During the silent walk, and the theme was the prodigal son, they asked the priests to stay together, and we sort of were, in a sense, hidden in a chapel. And the silent walk concluded outside a courtyard in front of the chapel. And as the young people came in mass, in silence, to that point, and they had been hearing excerpts from the story of the prodigal son, the priests all came out together in mass. And there they were, the two sides looking at each other, we acting as though we were the father receiving back the prodigal son. And that then culminated in the actual moment of that as the young people went to confession. One of the things we do is we tell the young people that they may not go to confession. I mean, you can't force someone to go to confession. We invite them to. But we do make it mandatory that they at least visit one of the priests who is available for confession. They don't have to go to confession. But, of course, they're encouraged to. But what they can do and must do is at least visit the priest. And it's amazing what that can open up to sometimes. It can open the doors wide open for an actual confession or just for something else very, very significant to happen between the priest, the young person, and, of course, the Holy Spirit. As I mentioned, one of the great moments during the Byzantine youth rally is to have the young people together with their bishops. And Bishop Gerald Dino, who who was a host bishop of the host eparchy who hosted this rally, he is the bishop of the eparchy of Phoenix, Arizona, delivered the homily to the young people. And his message to them basically was setting goals. In other words, do they have a goal for their life? Then unless they have a goal for their life, they will not really live a life that is fulfilled. They really won't have that direction in life. And of course, that goal above all is to be a person of Christ and to bring the hope and the love of Christ, the joyful light of Christ to other people. Many years ago, a priest asked a young man who was dying, what is it like to be 25 years old and die? And the young man replied, well, Father, it could be worse. And the priest surprised him with answer and said, well, like what? And the young man said, well, like being 50 years old, and having no goals in life, or having set for yourself the wrong goals. It's an interesting comment of this young man. A person who has no goals will waste a lot of valuable years going absolutely nowhere. He or she will have nothing to show for all of their years of living here on earth. No, life needs at least one goal to engage our energies, to enlist our talents, and to enroll all of our resources. We all admire leaders, but what makes a person a leader? There are many qualities of a leader, fundamentally, a leader is 
one course who leads. But much more than that. He or she, if they're going to be a leader, needs a plan. They have to have a goal or several goals in life. A purpose. And never lose sight of that purpose. <coughs> and, in spite, and in addition to all of this, he or she has to have the enthusiasm to keep moving forward towards the goals that they have set for themselves in such a way that others will be very glad to follow them. In today's Gospel lesson, you heard the great priestly prayer of Jesus to God his Father that he said at the last Sabbath. The next day he was going to die on the cross. And as you heard in the gospel, Jesus says, Father, I have given you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. So Jesus enumerates the goals that his Father had given him to do here on earth while he lived here on earth. In order to obtain glory for God the Father. And he says, Now I have accomplished all of this. I'm ready to die. When we meditate on the life of Jesus, we learn that he's trying to teach each and every one of us the importance of setting goals for our lives. Having a goal in life. Is certainly a great remedy for any problems that you may have, any anxieties that you may have. There's a joke told about a husband who was sitting on the couch, very depressed. He tells his wife, You know, honey, I have nothing to live for anymore. And she gets mad at him and says, What do you mean you don't have anything to live for? There's still a mortgage on our house that has to be paid off. We have to pay off the car. We still owe on the television set and the washing machine. We've got plenty to look for. Now get off that couch and start working. Do something with your life. In addition to the structure of the rally and of the schedule, you know, the organized parts of it that work very hard to do, those of us who are at the staff of the youth rally, at the same time, there is, as there always is in church work, church ministry, the rally within the rally. In other words, the things that pop up, the unpredictable, things you have to respond to. And indeed, it was a case in this rally as well. And what these are, I call them the rally within the rally because it's the things that weren't planned, that weren't part of our plan that happened, but these are the things that we're called to address and to respond to. And they can be very large things or they can be very minimal things, but that becomes the rally within the rally. It becomes that for individuals, becomes that for the whole group. It becomes that for several people, small groups, whatever. There's always the rally within the rally. And that's that kind of openness that we maintain during this rally, as we do for any ministry in the church, that we have our plans, but then God has his plans. And that becomes the real plans that we respond to. When I say the rally within the rally, I mean not only for the teen participants, it's all about them, of course, but also we, the priests, the administrators, the staff, the volunteers, you know, the adults. It becomes a rally within a rally for us too as well. And it is a very moving thing, a thing that oftentimes transforms 
and inspires us. My experience of Byzantine has been absolutely fantastic. It's been very exciting spending two days with a couple hundred teens and seeing their receptivity and their engagement to John Paul II's message in the theology of the body. And I think that for many of them, it has been really liberating and life-giving to look at their bodies in a different way, particularly as a gift, and to see that their body reveals God. Uh, yeah, I have to say that the kids are really great and I'm very uh, impressed with the adults, especially when I watch the kids walking by and you'll see somebody doesn't have anybody with them and, and you know, all of a sudden you see two teens run up so that you have a group and they want to make sure that everybody is invited. Um, and last night at the Byzantine Cafe, it was just a wonderful experience and I wish all of our people in Hoffa Priest could see this. Thank you for listening. I'm Father Thomas Loya on Light of the East. Thank you for listening. Next week, we will return to the Light of the East. To find out more about Annunciation Byzantine Catholic Parish, visit our website, byzantinecatholic.com where you will also find an archive of all of our programs. In order to continue this program with its mission of Christianity's reunion, we need your support with a donation. Any amount would be a blessing. Please make out a check to Light of the East Radio and send it to Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road, Homer Glen, Illinois 60491. That's Light of the East 14610 Will Cook Road, spelled W-I-L-L-C-O-O-K Road, Homer Glen, Illinois. From the light of the east, a new dawn of unity is in sight. God bless you, go with God, and may God bless you and grant you many happy years. <laughs>